Hey everyone, this is Suja. Um, I just wanted to say happy Sunday to ya, or Monday, whenever you're listening to this. I'm recording this on a Sunday. Probably be out tomorrow on a Monday, so. Happy Monday. Um, I wanted to discuss mother-in-laws, because I've been studying those. <laughs> because, you know, I've been thinking about all that, and I'm like, okay, well, how does it actually work? You know, what's the sort of parametric, uh, mechanical, uh, you know, logic behind all these things, you know? So, you know, I was on just no mill. <laughs> and holy shit, a lot of these women have terrible, terrible, terrible mother-in-laws. You know, the funniest one I actually read about was a couple, a young couple, you know, they just got married and they planned a trip to Disneyland and they ended up telling their parents and their parents-in-laws and, you know, they told them the date and everything. And then the mother-in-law decided she wants to come too. <laughs> What? <laughs> Woman, your son and your daughter-in-law are going on a honeymoon. Like, what part of that do you not understand? So the son decides, you know what? Okay, I'm going to call Disney World and I'm going to switch dates. <laughs> so so the mother-in-law and the father-in-law ends up going to Disney at one date. And the, and, the, and the kids, or rather the husband and wife, goes on another date. <laughs> oh my god that's insane you gotta give people privacy man like you know it's a territorial dispute right when a when a son gets married it's a territorial dispute between the wife and the uh the mom because no longer is the mother the most imp- important woman in in the son's life and there's you know there's that mother son bond because obviously she carried him for nine months and all that jazz and then you know raised him and whatnot so, you know, there's that connection. But at some point, it's like, okay, well, you know, you're your own man. <laughs> you got to have a wife and a kid of your own. It doesn't, you know, you got to cut this sh- shit off, right? So the underlying thing that I learned here is like the, the, the um, purpose, the functionality of a father-in-law is to actually push, or <laughs> not push, sorry, leash and uh, restrain and pull back the mother-in-law from boundary disruptions. Because... <laughs> it's boundary issues right one of the jokes i read was about how um the joke goes why did the mother-in-law cross the street (laughs) answer because she thought it was a boundary (laughs) jesus shit (laughs) jesus what a fun thing to read anyway so the father-in-law has to sort of make sure that the boundary is there and make sure the mother-in-law doesn't get too out of hand (laughs) because mother-in-laws be crazy yo (laughs) and so the underlying issue that i learned today studying all this is like the son's respective job is to a separate the mother and daughter-in-law after marriage and make sure that all these things are communicated between all these parties right because if the son doesn't put his foot down um generally what happens is if the son doesn't put early boundaries on the relationship then uh, and during the relationship as it develops later she'll say why didn't you tell me earlier she changed you right women god they're so twisted with these psychological you know knives it's like my son was never like this and boohoo she'll blackmail you emotionally right she'll say shit like this so if you are marrying if you're a man you're marrying and you have a, a wifey or an so whatever right make sure your mom and your dad understand the boundaries prior to marriage you know, 
the the idea of um, privacy, the idea of not having over too much expectation, the idea that your wife will treat you in a certain way and there's nothing that they need to do, right? I was reading about one uh, couple. It's like the mother-in-law got super pissed because apparently the father or the, the son had to cook. It's like, okay, well, you know, the mother-in-law works and the son works. And it's like, well, they share these tasks. The mother-in-law can't be mad about that. So there's a lot here. And there are privacy issues also in terms of, you know, God, I read a really rough one. Like a, actually the most terrible one I read was about an assault victim who got married. And then as her therapy, she kept a journal, you know, and her, and she loves her husband. Her husband is one of the most supportive people of her life. And she says it. she's like, he's my world and all that. And apparently the mother-in-law found out about the assault because she read the diary and then told in the entire family and it was it was just terrible reading all this i was like wow okay that was not the right thing to do and there was obviously some you know uh baby related issues right pregnancy issues you know the reason because of her assault she couldn't have children she couldn't bear children which is fine for the husband the husband knew she was not able to do so and she he was fine with it and that was their personal thing but the mother-in-law intervened and called her names and stuff and i felt really bad for the girl i was like okay well that's terrible you know so these things can happen so you know you have to have an understanding and you have to be very clear on the onset of what you intend to do after you're married otherwise you know your parents-in-law on either side is going to be putting you in unexpected uh, um they're going to assume things and when you don't live up to their assumptions they're going to make an ass out of you me and the rest of the gang <laughs> well by me i mean you <laughs> <laughs> so it's cl it's good to be clear from the get-go it's good to be clear about all this because you know you never know you never know right so one of the other ones i read was about you know how the wife who's very shy didn't want the mother-in-law in the hospital during her delivery and it's understandable it's like well i mean you know you're partially naked and you're giving birth and stuff so it's like yeah, you know, she only, the only thing she wanted was she wanted her husband and her own mother. So she didn't, but the mother-in-law came anyways. So it's like, okay, well, again, boundaries, right? And it's like, I, I think about this a lot. And I'm just like, okay, what if the boundaries are broken? What do you do then? Do you put a restraining order? And it's like, the worst thing a mo mother can do is tell her son that she betrayed the family and stuff. It's like, no, the grand goal of being... A man is to have a family of your own and if you're a mother if you're a good mom you'll nas you'll necessarily be like okay i'm gonna stay out of his way right he needs to be a man and he needs to deal with his own stuff so you know all these issues you need to sort of kind of think through and be like okay here's how this is gonna happen here's what i want and here's what i don't want and then once everything's discussed you know it's like okay yeah sure here are the boundaries you know i think one of the biggest boundaries is like home life right having your mother-in-law randomly appear because she doesn't get to spend that much time with grandkids. It's like, well, these are my kids. And if I don't want you here, you shouldn't be, you know, blackmailing me or whatever. Anyways, the the grand idea I got is, you know, snitches are crazy, yo. <laughs> like, women are just crazy on both sides, right? Mainly the mother-in-law in this case because I'm studying the mother-in-law. But women are crazy all around. There are territorial disputes and women fight psychologically. So as a man, it, we should be aware of all this. So if you're listening to me as a man or even as a woman, if you're getting married, if you're getting married and you're a woman, 
right? You're you need to tell your significant other, hey, these issues can arise. If you're a man, you need to be very very you know um, open with your wife and say, hey, these issues can arise. Here's how we deal with it. Here's the boundaries. Here's the rules, right? One of the things that I actually yeah I'm gonna leave with this right. One thing I learned is you cannot be the ideal. There's always a gap in ideal, right? The ideal and the reality are not the same. So the daughter, the daughter-in-law is always daughter-in-law. She will never ever be the the daughter. It just doesn't work that way, right? It's not a good or bad thing. A lot of people may be angry and upset that I said this, but it just it doesn't work that way, right? You know, a mother and her daughter are sort of very close because again there's that biological component of her carrying the daughter right with a daughter-in-law there's the their expectation it's a playing of roles of, of societal roles within this institution called marriage so while yes there's respect between the mother-in-law and the daughter-in-law and everybody wants the marriage to succeed you know the wife shouldn't be overly pushing to get the approval of the mother because it'll never happen <laughs> You know, if she if if you give her an inch, she wants a mile. If she give her a mile, she wants a kilometer, and so on and so forth. So, the wife should be relaxed and do, you know, the basic necessities of whatever the wife has to do to play out the sort of the bare functionalities of that role. Have respect for the mother-in-law, and the mother-in-law should do the same thing. Have respect for the daughter-in-law and be like, hey, my son's married to this woman. You know, this woman is going to be the the what you might call it the the mother of my grandkids and all that, right? So that's that, and the same goes for the the son-in-law. The son-in-law can't be the ideal, right? The ideal son-in-law doesn't exist. It can exist. Ideals are unattainable and stupid. You know, they're fun to chase, sure, but they're dumb. So the underlying issue here is. The ideals don't matter. Most of the time, as long as there is respect of boundaries and the boundaries have been defined clearly from the get-go, everything should be fine. But, you know, I'm not a marriage counselor or anything. You know, I'm just giving my opinion on a podcast. Um, Yeah, just respect one another, okay? Like, don't go over the top. (laughs) So that does it for this one. I'll see you in the next uh, podcast. Or I, I guess I'll speak to you in the next podcast.